Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. Mind your business with the breakfast huddle only on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's The Breakfast Huddle. Elliot Danker, Barnett Jagdish and Ryan Huang with you. Time now for Mind Your Business where we talk about the finer points of art. <laughs> and we have indeed been talking a lot about art and online representations of art as well. Uh, now, traditionally, artists would have physical representations at on-site galleries, right? But because of the pandemic, we're seeing the scene pivot towards online representations where artists are also increasingly looking for a trustworthy platform to showcase their artwork. And just recently, Singapore-based Artistic, a mobile app and website art marketplace, became the first in the region to leverage technology such as blockchain, NFTs and near-field communication for art authentication. So the company says that it's an artist-friendly marketplace. It not only provides artists with an online platform for sales, but it also addresses concerns, you know, things like untrackable provenance, the absence or delayed royalties received, copyright infringement, lack of transparency, all these concerns being addressed at this site called Artistic. Let's find out more from Yothi Menon, who is co-founder and CEO of Artistic. Good morning. How are you? I'm good, sir. Thank you for having me here. Love the name, Artistic. Okay. So it's a mobile app uh, and website marketplace. So I believe it is the first in Singapore and Southeast Asia to leverage technology such as blockchain, NFT, uh, near-field communication for art authentication. Uh, that sounds you know, very forward-thinking. What else can you tell us about Artistic? Yeah, so we have been, um, we released Artistic as, as a medium of enhancing art uh, experience to technology. So um, the combination is definitely new to the market, mm. though blockchain has been seen as a way of uh, finding new way of uh, promoting art in the industry in general. But uh, a combination of technologies which can help physical as well as digital artworks to be promoted and as well as represented in a better way is what something that we believe in. And that's what Artistic stands for actually started in 2019, I understand, according to your website. You were founded in 2019. And it was a group of tech and finance specialists who came together because of their profound passion for art to put all of this together. You talk about AR, AI, not just NFTs in their current form. Uh, tell us how the COVID pandemic has changed all of this or accelerated your development in this arena. Uh, definitely. So COVID, uh, what has brought not just in art industry in general, every industry has moved to a digital landscape across industries, right? So when we move digital, definitely technology aspects become more important and more predominantly for uh, works like art, which are of high value, of high user experience need, right? So that's where I think uh, AR, which is augmented reality, you can actually visualize these works at your space other than when you're not able to go to a gallery and view that work in a person. So these technologies definitely help from a digital um, representation point of view. Obviously, with physical galleries, exhibitions and lot of, yeah, it's not running right now. So uh, the digital sales increased tremendously over the past year. And that has definitely helped artists also to uh, present their work 
more openly to a wider audience rather than limiting themselves to in, into a localized uh, sector. So I think uh, art industry has also taken it up very much openly to go digitized. They have started to use as online in rooms instead of running exhibitions uh, offline. Yeah, that's had, and that has definitely accelerated the growth quite a bit. And the market, if you see the market report, which came out recently uh, for the last year, online sales uh, almost doubled uh, while the overall art market may, may have shrunk by almost 30%. Although online uh, sales increased almost doubled uh, from the total market value. So uh, maybe you can help me out here because I got a friend who uh, has recently, you know, out of innocence, been commissioned to to do an art piece. And to a surprise, she was able to get, you know, quite a, a, a substantial amount of of money, uh, a fee for for her for her painting. If she, you know, completely unknown, really wanted to get on board, you know, artistic. Is this open to her? What does she have to do? Yeah, all she has to come and sign up to the platform very um, simply as any user. Uh, our team would be working with her to un- understand uh, how the artwork, uh, the style of work that she does and the type of audience she can resonate to. And once she's registered, we can get her all artworks visible for anyone to have a view of it. But what we do additionally for her is that we provide a methodology for her to authenticate her themselves. So meaning you don't need a third party to actually evaluate that that these work are, are original that way. So she is signing the work digitally uh, using blockchain as a technology, so which cryptographically makes sure that it is not it is tamper proof in that sense. Her signature is, is recorded in that sense. The second facility that we provide is an NFC chip, which we can attach to the work as well, which is again tamper evident proof of authenticity to the work. So it creates a physical digital linkage to the uh, work she has done. Uh, so anyone in future who buys her work uh, can readily scan the uh, NFC chip to verify that this has been uh, the same uh, art piece that they have seen online to uh, re-verify that this has been coming to them after paying so much money. Okay. Mm. Since you've talked so much about authenticity, and I know that's very, very important to artists, detractors have actually said that there is lack of a strong legal framework in the NFT market, for instance. And some artists have reported seeing their art being stolen and sold online in NFT form without their consent. Do your measures guard against this adequately? Absolutely. So NFT, yes, if you keep it as an open platform, as an NFT, anyone can sign, like when it is only in a digital format, right? So it's ultimately encoding uh, on top of a digital file to say that this work has a unique identity. So it doesn't track through who has uploaded and why it has uploaded, right? So uh, that way, we need a kind of a gatekeeping for how much uh, who has uploaded that work. So that's the first level of verification that is needed before the work is even uh, coming to the platform. While some platforms do support kind of a uh, digital review like uh, reverse image um, search uh, to make sure that that image has not been presented in any other website in any form, um, that could be one way to figure out this digital work is uh, not stolen. But that's not a foolproof uh, mechanism. So what we do is uh, we try to get the artist's uh, background. We do a KYC as well before that artist registers to the platform. So making sure that the work that comes uh, is at least uh, authenticated in the creative part. Mm. Uh, Yothi, here comes uh, the fun question. How do you make money? And if I'm an artist and I'm getting on board this new artist or, or seasoned artist, uh, what do I pay? What's your cut? 
usually we charge about 20 percent of commission at the moment, which is kind of lowest in the market. Yes, that's that's all uh, they have to pay for any sales that originates from the. So I just I just put stuff on, and it's almost like a consignment. If it gets sold, then you take the 20 percent. Yes. Oh, that's easy. I'm going to try it. <laughs> yeah, please do. Get, we'll get ready for my paintings. Your paintings. Uh, I thought you were going to capture your voice and turn that into an NFT for your mother. Actually, that's that's a that's a great topic that you you bring up, Bharati. Because I wonder how far this NFT thing can go, Yothi, and and how imaginative can we get? How can uh, artistic help us out? Yeah, so, so the future is definitely digital, right? So there is a concept of metaverse which is coming, or rather it's there in the gaming world itself. But I would say the consumer would always be ready to differentiate between digital and physical, mm. as they did in the COVID situation as well, right? So we always feared that digital can disrupt every part of your living, but you have basically done that very well in 2020 when basically the world wanted you to stay at home. So we did well in terms of how we managed to utilize these digital tools rather than getting off or going under control. The same situation would happen with as the world moves more virtual. But what it benefits is that you have ways and mechanisms rather than going uh, physical transactions, you are able to reduce your physical consumption quite a bit in that sense, paper trails and uh, lack of verifiability. These things can be always reduced with digital data being present, right? So I hope always see NFT presents a space where untrackable or materials which which we are not able to sell or just trade online because of lack of trust is possible right now. Easy to create a new marketplace in that sense. I have heard some artists say that they would like to see stronger international compliance regimes in place to make them feel even more secure. What's your view on this? Absolutely. So I think uh, we could could see how blockchain got formalized in the last couple of months. There's new regulations coming in. There's mechanisms put in place to make it a viable digital currency for transactions. And I think that's the same thing that has to happen with regards to NFTs also. Uh, so once there is a little more compliance in place, it, it supports the trust that the technology brings beyond that. So the trust for anyone and in, uh, everyone to come on board and make it more open in that sense. Right. Interesting you bring up, and I'm curious, what kind of compliance needs to happen right now? Because generally, we do see a lot of people getting on board that bandwagon. Yes. So uh, one is definitely the way, see, uh, so Bitcoin or any of the cryptocurrencies when they were enabled initially, there was no no kind of KYC checks, okay. no controls in place of who is owning so many currencies in general, right? Mm-hmm. So even though the technology was allowing you to have a direct transaction, keep it anonymous, but there was no controls in place of how tax was collected for the transactions or, or the capital gains that you had through these investment. But those controls have come in place, which allows you to make sure that the money trail is uh, there, even though uh, in reality, the anti-money laundering even though that was the biggest worry mm. uh, when we had with cryptocurrency coming in, yeah. it's, it's hardly one to two percent in the blockchain world compared to the real world it, it, where we say that anti-mandoring more than 10 percent. But still, I think uh, just to evade out trust factors, I think these kind of basic checks and balances by governments would definitely make it more mainstream for general public to come onto the blockchain world 
uh, and same with the NFT world as well. Not just about uh, the compliance checks, but also to standardize the way NFTs are registered and recorded so that every object that is there, it's not just for the matter of just creating money out of it, but mm. also to make sure, ensure that everyone is fulfilling their benefit out of it. Now, Jyoti, I've also seen a lot of reports uh, saying that the NFT hype might just be a bubble waiting to pop. Uh, in fact, uh, one quote from Rabobank's head of financial markets research for APEC, uh, Michael Avery, he said that he was actually gobsmacked by the bubblicious stupidity of the NFT market. Looking at this from an investor's standpoint, uh, what are we to make of this? Sure, definitely there is a hype situation on NFT, uh, which is very common to how dot-com came up as well. When dot-com initially came, everyone just wanted to jump onto it because it's new and created. And there was always a hype that it was generating money and value for people who are on board. And obviously, same scenario when cryptos were also initially uh, launched. There were a lot of cryptocurrencies which were coming up. But over a period of time, the sustainability or the viability of those who are into dot-com or even in the blockchain market, uh, was the reality was there. Uh, So obviously, uh, NFTs are not meant to transform the entire world of physical transaction or digital transaction in general, but there is a viability check that would happen over a period of time, which would ensure that we would see few of the players come out openly. Having said that, when investors are coming to the platform, they definitely have to look through a long-term view of what are these NFTs they are acquiring, what is the history behind it, what is the background. So a little bit of research is always essential. And what is end outcome of the NFTs that are placed? It's not just about digital collectibles, but also there are NFTs in circulation in relation to the events uh, happening or, or a gate pass to maybe a couple of years of events that you can participate. So the length of uh, viability of these NFTs are like maybe three years or four years, right? So you don't want to invest too much beyond that. Mm. Uh, it, it really is no longer just about buying what you think looks nice anymore. Um, and with that said, as a final question, could you paint the art market landscape for us in the future? What will it look like for an investor, a collector and an artist? Yeah, so see, I think what has changed during COVID as well as this year's push out for NFTs as a combination, it just gives a real glimpse into how the market is transforming for more buyers and collectors to come on to the on, come on board to the art platform in general or buying art and same with with the sellers as well the creators uh, they are getting new platforms for example they don't have to now depend on a third party to create their value proposition and which which is which is a good thing in terms of democratizing uh, both the seller and the buyer point of view so it, it gives little more comfort for people to come on board to the market in general to increase the space, uh, which has traditionally been say, uh, construed by eliteness initially. Uh, eliteness in the sense there are only elitist people who can actually invest into art. Uh, so that was a concept and it was always gatekeeped very well uh, by auction houses and, and galleries in general. But I think democratization is something that is bringing up uh, openly. So I would say this brings up a real value for anyone to create a career in art because then you're not dependent on 10 years of work to create value because you, as long as you have the skills and you know how to do a very interesting work, there is a buyer who could be uh, potentially reached through digital media. You don't have to rely on purely 
physically uh, getting represented, participating in 100 exhibitions before you create a value for yourself. So I think that is uh, the future, I would say. Thank you very much for that, Jodi. Jodi Menon, co-founder and CEO of Artistic. Thanks for joining us on Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.